Welcome back to another episode of the Post Sunday Podcast. I'll be your host, Pastor Kevin, with Connection Church in Franklin, Maine, and we're going to review some of the really, really wonderful elements from our Easter Sunday service. Uh, There's so many great things. As I reflect back on today's service, I'm really impressed with what God uh, did through us, what uh, was said so many different really great elements like the videos from different folks in the church, uh, the baby dedication, some of the music selections. Uh, it was just a tremendous morning, so I hope that you'll uh, hang out with us for just a moment or two. We want to talk about some of that. We'll be right back. So Sunday, it was my honor to be able to dedicate my third grandbaby, Orion Rebecca. And I think one of the things that uh, I took away from this experience this this time was the fact that someone had asked me previously, uh, last week, what what do you mean a baby dedication? What, is, what does that look like? What does that mean? And it struck me that, you know, there are people that don't understand that, haven't been around that sort of thing. And so a baby dedication really is just uh, an opportunity for a family or the parents, uh, those who are believers, to come together and we we instruct them a little bit about the meaning of the child's name. We give them a charge of things that it takes, what it means to be a godly parent for that child. And uh, the parents make a commitment before the Lord and we pray for the family that they will be able to keep that commitment to raise that child in a godly way. In a typical setting, we would have an opportunity for the church family to all uni- uh, in, in unity agree that they are going to uh, help commit to helping the Valentines raise Orion in a godly way, to be there for them any, in any way that they could. Uh, in any way, uh, this is always a great honor, and it's not something that I look on lightly. I take it very seriously. It matters a great deal to me because this sets the tone for the rest of that child's life with those parents. So uh, if you haven't been able to watch that part of this, the uh, the service, I encourage, encourage you to go back and uh, take a moment and give it a watch. Right along the the line of the baby dedication, uh, where I discuss what the meaning of the name of that child is, there's something else that happened a couple times this Sunday, and that is our songs kept referencing about the name of Jesus. Pastor Kim saying, when I speak your name as a special song, and then Abby, as a part of the worship service, saying, what a beautiful name. I just wanted to take a moment and discuss what that means when we talk about the name of Jesus. Uh, Jesus' name, uh, in earthly terms, was a very, very, very common name. Uh, there were many, many people named Jesus, especially when he was on earth. The name Jesus in Hebrew actually means the Lord saves, uh, or the Lord is my Savior. And I don't think there's a more appropriate name for Jesus than that. When we say that his name is beautiful or there's power in the name of Jesus, we're not saying that his name holds some magical powers. What we're saying is that his name references who he is, his character, and what he's capable of doing. 
That's what we mean. And so the name of Jesus is beautiful because he does save. The name of Jesus is powerful because he has purchased us by his blood. The name of Jesus is awesome because uh, he, he thinks of us and he loves us and he takes care of us. That's what we mean when we say the name of Jesus. Uh, so next time that we're singing some songs about the name of Jesus, uh, or you're reading scripture and you see uh, in Psalms, the name of the Lord is a strong tower, you can understand that what we're meaning is what, uh, what that name represents is a strong tower. I hope that encourages you. Hang on tight. We've got just a, a, another segment or two, and we'll be right back. This Sunday's very abbreviated sermon uh, was only abbreviated because there were a few things that actually uh, fell to the floor off the chopping block. And one of those things was uh, kind of a, a little tangent off of the word teleo. You may remember that that word teleo is where we get the word telescope um, <clears throat> and that the word teleo means to fully extend or to reach maximum effectiveness. And one of the thoughts that I had on this was simply that when people begin to age and they become elderly and they near the end of their lives, we often think of them as fading away, that their golden years are past and their prime is past. And now they're, they're at this stage where they're just kind of hanging on, as it were. But, you know, if you, if you look at it from this term, teleo, Actually, they are maxed out. They have reached their maximum capacity for living. Elderly people are living their fullest right up to the moment when they pass because they are closer to what's coming than anyone can imagine. So it's really a beautiful thing to watch someone as they age uh, because they are living life to its fullest. They are maxing out their capacity. And that's a pretty amazing thing. So uh, that's one of the thoughts that uh, kind of fell off just for time constraint issues. The other is uh, a quote from Charles Spurgeon. I had hoped to really be able to get to this, but there was just not enough time. Charles Spurgeon wrote, has he finished his work for me? Then I must get to work for him and I must persevere until I finish my work too, not to save myself, for that is all done, but because I'm saved. I absolutely love that quote. Uh, if Jesus's work is finished, he said it on the cross, it is finished, then I must get to work for him and I must persevere until I finish my work too. I think that's awesome that we are assigned to do some work and Jesus didn't stop until his work was finished. We're not doing that because we're going to earn our salvation or because Jesus's work isn't finished. We're doing it because Jesus's work is finished and we're doing it because we're saved. This is what we do now. The work of Christ, the work that we should be at, well, that's pretty simple. We should be sharing the gospel. We should be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. We should be loving people. We should be reading and praying and meditating on God's word, spending quiet time with him. This is the stuff of Christianity. This is what it means to do the Father's work. Jesus didn't stop until it was at his very last breath. And I hope and I pray that can be said of you. And I hope it can be said of me.
We're going to pause for just a quick second. We'll come back and finish out. Just one more final thought, and that is, as I reflect on today's service, one of the things that really stood out to me was the videos of our different church family members uh, reading the scriptures and getting getting to see their faces and hearing the word of God from them. Uh, That nourished me in ways I can't really articulate very well. I've been trying to think about what I wanted to say in regard to this, and probably that's why it's at the very end of this podcast. Um, But I'm so grateful that we have technology that allows me to see them and to share them with you. Uh, It meant the world to me as a family at Easter to be able to come together digitally, if nothing else, uh, to see each other's faces, to hear each other's voices, uh, even some that are quite far away from us right now. In a time like this, with the pandemic that's been facing the globe, it is a beautiful thing uh, for a church whose namesake is connection for us to be able to stay connected. It means the world to me, and I hope it did to you as well. I want to thank you for joining us for another episode of the Post Sunday Podcast. Uh, Please look for us again next Monday when we discuss the events of that Sunday. I love you guys. Can't wait to see you soon.